0: And now for the review of the day. Got a five-star review from Butch Sells SV from San Jose, California. Five stars. Listen and learn and get motivated to take action at the same time. Butch says, Pat, thank you for your show. Not only do you and your amazing guests provide so many tips and techniques that can be put into action right away, but your show continues to serve as a motivational for me whenever I feel lost and beaten. And a bit hopeless i am a new agent and i'm trying still to get used to the feast and famine cycle of being a realtor sad face i'm getting so much from your show that now i'm running out of excuses not to be successful in real estate i really love the part when you ask your guests what they'll do with the two thousand dollars in a laptop on an island i appreciate You calling your guests BS at times. Yeah. Part of my two year goal is to be on your show someday and meet you and break bread with you. Keep it up, Pat. Thanks again, Butch. Butch. Thanks for the five star review, my brother. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast. So give me a one star review if you want or a five star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. All right, Rockstar Nation, I got a great guest today. Mr. Gary a boomer Shine is on from REI Vault. And this guy is changing things, changing a lot of things on how real estate sales, real estate commissions, real estate listings are being done today. And we're going to get deep, deep, deep into the two things, mainly the art and science behind the two things that you absolutely need to be doing today if you want to outcompete your competition. So uh, without further ado, let's jump into it. Mr. Gary Boomershine, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars.
1: Oh, Pat, it is a pleasure. I'm so happy uh, to th- have the opportunity to speak to your loyal group. And actually, I just came back from Omaha, the uh, Warren Buffett, uh, Berkshire Hathaway uh, shareholder meeting. And I was hanging out with a bunch of your M1 guys and go abundance. And actually, Rock Thompson, uh, Rock Thomas was there and Jeff Cohn. So it was, it was awesome. I told yeah. him I was going to be be on your show here shortly. <laughs> oh,
0: that's awesome. That's awesome. Great guys. And Jeff, as you know, has done a, a course with us on Rebus University, which is the certified team agent course. Uh, you guys should check that out. One of our most popular courses, but but the, let's talk. We're not going to talk about teams today. We're going to talk about leads. We're going to talk about getting a business. So uh, Gary, you first of all, you want to get your story. You're a licensed real estate agent for 18 years. Then you became a full-time investor, correct?
1: Yeah, correct. I, yeah, I just turned 50. So a night we, I grew up, we had a family real estate brokerage. I'm in California, about 30 minutes from San Francisco. And all of us kids, my story is uh, all of us kids as the youngest of four, we were kind of all forced into the real estate business. It was one of those, not, not by choice. It was like, no, you will become an agent. So two, two weeks after turning 18 in 1987, I was a licensed agent and paid for college by door knocking, cold calling, you know, getting listings, and then we had a bunch of rental properties, so I was painting and putting on new doors and, and uh, breakdowns of properties and stuff, so, uh, but anyway, I, my background is I really had no interest, Pat, in doing real estate, I actually got a computer engineering degree. I told my dad I didn't want any part of the business, <laughs> and uh, I got recruited to the largest technology and management consulting firm in the world. It's it's called Accenture. It was originally Arthur Anderson, Anderson mm-hmm. Consulting. Oh yeah,
0: yeah yeah.
1: And it was it was awesome. I traveled everywhere. I worked ninety hour weeks. I never got to see sunlight because I was you know a slave in an office and um, got good experience. I did that for five years, and then I said, you know what, I'm I'm going to stop swapping hours for money. And I'm going to get into sales. And so I decided to do technology sales, enterprise sales, $500 to $5 million software. And then I realized it's also 90-hour weeks, but a lot more stress. And uh, my first year in doing that was 1997. And I did that for six years. And uh, I I had 180,000 miles on United my first year. I never even, even when I'd come home, the dog would bark at me because nobody knew who I was. And it was in 2004, after four technology startups, my wife and I said, you know what, let's go back to what we know and get into real estate. And so uh, 2004, I quit my job. We had two babies, two kids, a two-month-old, and I did real estate investing full-time. And it's been awesome. So I I am a full-time real estate investor. I work four markets. I do a lot of lending and started REI Vault. The actual company is realestateinvestor.com. That's my brand, but most, most people know us by REI. Well, Ball. that's a we're good
0: actually, name. You took down that domain. That's a good domain to take down.
1: Yeah, great story on that too. But REI Bald, it's we're the largest marketer in the real estate niche, in both niches, real estate agents and investors from a standpoint. Of we've sent out over 34 million pieces of direct mail. Um, we've done over a million outbound phone calls seller calls and, uh, and actually do that for about 250 top producing agents and investors today. And really, Pat, you know, the, we were very focused on investors just because that's kind of my passion. And, um, and some of the agents, we were invited to New York to speak at rate, uh, real estate and TV experts.
0: Yeah, Matt Wagner, like the dude. Good dude.
1: Oh, you know what? Some smart, smart people But we were a little booth and uh, we had one of the top producing agents, uh, agent teams in Hawaii. They're called Team Lolly. And uh, they were on- Yeah, been
0: on the show a few times.
1: Yeah. And so Adrian and they basically said, hey, we've got a little secret weapon. There's a little booth that you guys probably haven't seen here called REI Vault. And that is our secret weapon. Um, They're crushing it on leads. So we've been generating, he basically said on, he goes, these guys are primarily doing marketing for investors. But only ten percent of the leads are for investors. Ninety percent are listings. And he said, "So we're actually coming in and making direct offers to sellers, and uh, to buy the house or to list the property." So it's it's really a lot of a lot of our members see us competing directly with companies like OfferPad or Open Door. Wow, uh, but,
0: that that, yeah. that that that's fascinating. We're going to dig into it. So uh, first of all, I don't believe that I I believe you're still working ninety hours a week because you just mentioned. You know, 10 minutes worth of stuff that you do (laughs) on a daily basis, uh, investor in four states and this, that, and the other thing. Anyways, um, all right. So let's get to the nitty gritty because we want to offer some value here to our listeners. And, and, And you had mentioned before that, you know, the speech that you did in Omaha to a lot of real estate agents, to Berkshire Hathaway, the speech that you gave to the Berkshire Hathaway agents was, you know, there are two specific things. The differentiators yourself in today's market that agents need to be aware of, and that's what I want to talk about. First of all, what is thing number one?
1: So this market right now is uh, is an off market. It's finding deals off market, and that's uh, you know there's not an the
0: MLS is what you're not,
1: talking. That is right. That is right. So and most when you say off
0: market, are... do you say like finding deals off market and keeping them off market, or just finding deals off market to? put in the MLS because finding deals off market to put in MLS is what agents have been doing for years.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's going after sellers that are currently not on the MLS. It's going direct to the seller. And so how do you do that? Well, the two things that are working incredibly well right now that scale that have an ROI that's measurable is direct mail done right. And I will walk walk through the secret sauce that we have found because getting direct mail. Yeah, let's let's
0: get right to that because a lot of people are like direct mail is dead. You know, people aren't getting mail. I mean, I know a lot of people not even checking their mailboxes, i.e. I have some relatives. But by the way, I still haven't gotten anything for the birthday cards that I sent you because you haven't checked your damn mail. So talk to me. Is direct mail dead or is it not?
1: It is not. It's more competitive. <laughs> it is not more, more. It's more competitive today uh, than it was a couple of years ago. No, nobody was doing direct mail, and see the trick is is doing something that nobody else can really do. So there's a, we call it the six M's uh, of marketing for direct mail. There's market, message, media, multiple months, and money. All
0: I'll right, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, yep. wait, wait Slow it down. Slow, slow, slow <laughs> it down. You say there's two things that are, are making agents that you see around the country stand out. And uh, the first one of those two things is direct mail. You taught this class in, in Omaha, Nebraska. You have something called the six M's. I want to go over these six M's with you one at a time. Guys, if you're listening to this at home, I want you to write these down. Um, the first M is what, Gary? What does the first M stand for?
1: Yeah, the first M is market it is market the market, which is really the list. It's the names and addresses. It's a targeted and list.
0: A targeted and the- list. And guys, you, you should be doing houses that are like, you know, five to 10 years, right? I read something recently that was like the, you know, the average person used to move every eight years. Now it's merging down to like 7.2 or something. So you got to keep that in mind when you're doing your list. Uh, you also may want to do you know newer type neighborhoods the people that are in like 30 year old neighborhoods you know tend to not move as much tend to be more stable than someone who's in a brand new neighborhood a neighborhood that's say 4 years old you know those type of people tend to to move more often okay so that's market what's the second m
1: yeah let me just add add to it what we have found yeah, consistently what we've found consistent consistently the list is super important Um, There's 127 million properties, single family properties available to all of us on public record, list source, real quest, listability. Those are typically some of the choices. And then there's list brokers, but we're finding that a burned out landlord inherited property, uh, mostly free and clear Uh, one, one out of seven properties in America are free and clear, by the way, we found that that combination has been working really, really well.
0: Okay. So let me let me slow this down. So a landlord who has been a landlord for a number of years, not a brand new landlord, a house that's paid off. And what was the third one?
1: And inherited. So those are typically like a property that's been inherited. It's usually a deed change. So, so those, are, those
0: are good ones. And then you get, you, you hire one of these companies or, or you do it yourself and, and, and you target that.
1: Correct. So for most people in a market, they may have, let's say they have a population of 250,000 houses. We're finding about 15% to 18% of the overall properties in that market are going to fall into this category. Mm -hmm. So having a list of let's, let's say 30,000 or 40,000 names and addresses is a good target uh, for most. That's pretty much what we're finding. Now we do, we'll pull these lists on behalf of our members. Uh, We have a special method, but the data is available to all of us. And so if, if your listeners if they're going to do it on their own, we found that that's worked really well. The second list, we call it shipwrecked. By the way, that's what we call our invisible list. Anybody can do it. But what, I'll, I'll throw a couple of other things. A lot of people are, are looking for where the last sale date was, say, 10 years ago. We're finding some of the best properties don't even have a sale date. And so they're missing some of the best targeted properties available by refining their search. So what you we mean, do
0: You mean, they, they, you mean they, they've owned it forever? Correct. Flipped it.
1: They've never flipped it. And that there's, there is no last sale date on public record, which is awesome because everybody's searching for the wrong stuff.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Okay. That's good. That's a good piece of advice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The second list, it's a smaller list. Um, We call it shipwrecked. So it's code violations. That's been phenomenal. Our, it's made Mm -hmm. up of code violations, abatements, uh, recently divorced, recently deceased. We actually then cross referenced that with equity. We're usually looking for properties that you know that that are not going to be short sell listings or uh, purchases, and so what we're finding is in a market, let's say again, 250,000 houses, that list may be about seven to ten thousand properties out of 250, it's about five percent. So, that's those are two incredible lists. I
0: like like that. I like that shipwrecked, um, you know, someone if if they got violations. Then it may have changed hands or, or or like like or someone's in charge of it that doesn't want to deal with it is being annoyed by it and it would be a good good one. Hey, let me let me take this problem child off your hands. Okay, what's the second M, Gary?
1: Okay, the second M is the message. This is really important. The message or the words the copy of what you put in front of your, your, your market. So give me a good
0: copy. What's, let's say I'm listening in Tupelo, Mississippi. I want to send out a postcard today. I'm going to print it out right now. What is, what is the best copy
1: for me to do? The best copy are the words and ugly on yellow paper. Uh, canary yellow postcards what we love about we what we love about uh, agents that we're competing with is they love to brand and color and glossy none of that works i'll guarantee we'll outproduce our stuff this is all dan kennedy marketing i can actually show i'll actually pull up a postcard if um, if yeah so
0: it's so it's uh, ugly font or the word ugly like you you use the word ugly in in your message
1: here is an example. I'm actually I, this is what I put in front of uh, the Berkshire Hathaway Group in Omaha. All right, let me pull this up here. So, so the traditional, so that, pop.
0: yeah. What what he's what he's using is um, like old school um, a typewriter font. Like if you if you uh, if, if your grandmother were to type on her typewriter, that's the type of font. Do you know what that's called? Is it just called old typewriter font?
1: <laughs> it's actually called P. PS 22. There's okay. actually a, a particular font that we use. This is Dan Kennedy. It has worked forever. And what's interesting, the, the postcard on the left, I'll just ask you, if you're looking at this, we have one that's pink on the right. It uh, looks like it was handwritten. And we, we, this is super popular in the real estate investor niche right now. Millions of these things are going out. Uh, it was invented by a guy by the name of Joe, Ta- uh, Joe Taylor. He's an eight-figure real estate guy. Uh, the one on the left was invented by Brad Chandler from Ex- Express Home Buyer. And so let me ask you, Pat, which one do you think would produce better between these two?
0: Well, I know the philosophy of, you know, Dan Kennedy and all that, and Brad Chandler's been on the show as well, is um, the more you tell, the more you sell. So guys, and if you can't see this, you go to YouTube, it's on there. Um, but but uh, basically, it's, it's just a whole bunch of words uh, filled up on the postcard. And the one on the right is, Is uh, looks like a a a female's uh, handwriting with very little words. I would I would uh, answer your question, Gary. I I would I'm going to go with the one on the left because the more you tell, the more you sell. Even though my personality is more attentive to the handwritten one, but um, but that's what I would go with. Yeah
1: yeah and you know you wouldn't know unless you 're actually split testing these, and so we've sent out thirty four million pieces and we 're able to uniquely track the response rates, which is cool by every market, so we can predict how well something is going to work and then do it uh, for our members but the the one on the left does outproduce nationally four to one over the one on the right, so this mm-hmm. one on the left. Yeah. Uh, actually has a national average of just a shy below 4%. Now, Dan Kennedy and most experts would say 1% direct mail, 1% response rate is fantastic. The one on the left is is averaging. And in some markets, you know, I, I know for uh, for Clint, uh, we he's getting like almost 6% response rate.
0: That's great. Okay, guys, so I'm going to read this to you just so you know it. It says urgent, Pat Hyben, I want to buy your house at 3910 Clover Hill Drive and close before July 2nd. Are you interested? My name is Ryan Joseph. I I recently sold a house in your area and I'm looking to purchase another one with the proceeds. I want to send you this note in case you might want to consider selling your property or perhaps a property that you have in the Memphis, Tennessee area. If you if I buy your house, there will be no fees or commissions. In fact, I'm willing to pay all the closing. Now, so this would be a bait and switch, right? Because the because for an agent, they would take this and it'd be like, Well, you know, here's your here's your here's your lowball offer that I would give you. And then you'd probably say, No, that's too low. And they say, Well, let me go ahead and list your house. And then they would earn a commission on that. But uh, but nonetheless, let's not dig, go da- too deep into that. Um, I'm, let me just finish reading it. That would mean thousands of dollars of savings to you. It goes on and then it says, please hurry because after I find a replacement property, I won't be in a position to buy until I can sell another property. It will only take a few minutes to see that I might ne- might be a buyer for your property. Okay, so guys, this is uh, this is the the reason that it is working so well. And this is going to be, you know, this contradicts like everything that you've learned in, in in real estate class about you know sending out a postcard that says just sold or just listed. The reason that these work so much better than a just listed, just sold is the same reason why companies like Open Door, OfferPad, Keller Williams, Redfin, Zillow, all of them are going to iBuyers because it is essentially a large scale bait and switch where it basically allows the agent to say, you know, a a fish has nibbled on the hook because they got this and the offer is going to be too low. So let me just go ahead and flip them and make a commission. And it's it's been going on for for forever. And, and at the end of the day, some of you might feel like, you know, I don't want to do that. I'd rather just put just sold or just listed and get to the point. Fine. If you do that, fine. But no, that uh, according to Gary, these things, you know, are going to get you four times as many results. And Keller Williams knows that and Redfin knows that and Zillow knows that. And that's why they've created the, you know, the iBuyer programs that they they all have, right? And and the same thing why real estate agents advertise on billboards, I'll buy your home for cash, you know, if I can't sell it because, you know, they don't want to buy the home for cash. Everybody knows that. But, It's a great way to get seller calls. So, okay, so let's move on. This is good stuff. I I appreciate this, Gary. Um, So now, so we got the marketing. We got the message. What's the third M?
1: Multiple. So it's repetitive marketing. So typically we're either mailing every 30 days or every 60 days. What we found is 60 days for a a high equity long-term owner, uh, really mailing every 60 days is appropriate. Otherwise you get what's called list fatigue so you mail a high equity list fatigue so you Okay uh, so 60 days in bed i mean six
0: times a year you're saying
1: correct and so uh, multiple and then market message medium multiple now we didn't talk about medium what's medium mean yeah medium is are you going to send out a postcard are you going to send out a letter Are you going to do a radio ad is it a text message
0: and you're but sending medium. sending a, a pretty small like the size of an index card ugly postcard
1: Correct. In dollar to dollar, we've found for sellers on on a large scale, po- postcards postcards will outproduce dollar for dollar a better ROI than a letter, uh, unless you've got an offer letter or an offer package that also produces. But postcards to get the seller to call and then follow up letters, handwritten looking follow up letters, after you've after you've connected with the seller, we'll automatically put them if they have not. If we haven't, if they haven't listed the property with us or sold it, we'll put them, take them off postcards and put them on follow-up letters. Okay. And even,
0: yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I like that because it's more, it becomes more personal. You know, once you, once you feel like you're getting to know them right a little bit, you could probably start doing the more letters. Yeah. Okay. So this is really cool. So what is the fifth M?
1: The fifth M. So market, message, medium, multiple, then money. Money is how much money do I have to spend on this type of marketing in order to generate enough leads to convert into enough appointments into a deal, right? Either a listing or a purchase of a property. And that's going to depend. So we're, we're able, we're able, like most markets on the, on, on this marketing, I can go in, like I know for Clint, it's probably about $2,500 is what he's spending for a deal. Most, most of what Jeff Cohn, what they're doing in Omaha, they're looking for, Per- properties to purchase and then and then listings as well. But most of what they're doing right now is purchasing properties. So they're spending an average of about $2,500 a deal, which is giving them about a six to seven X ROI. So it's the, it's the money, how much do we have to spend on the marketing in order to generate leads to deals?
0: Okay, all right, right makes, yeah, I love it. All right, and then the final M?
1: And market message media, multiple, Months and money, and then how over how many oh, months? Yeah, so multiple of,
0: and and yeah, basically, but, is your philosophy keep going until they list their house, or is your philosophy uh, give up?
1: No, it's consistent. So what we do is we typically will put them on fi- a five mailer. It's five or eight, depending upon the type of marketing. We found that five touch points, and then we'll go out and refresh the list. So we're going to go clean up the list and refresh it. So it's good for about typically a year. Now the ones that are distressed. So what we call the shipwrecked, we're mailing more often. So we're actually going out and mailing every 30 days. We've tested 14 days. Again, we, we call that list fatigue. It gets, you, know, you start getting too many complaints or people asking to be taken off the mail. So we're finding 30 days. And we'll do that five times, so five months. And then we'll continue to refresh the list and find new you know, targeted properties. And, uh, and we found that that's the, the secret. Now, once the leads come in, so that's the marketing piece. So five
0: to eight. If you don't get it in five to eight, guys quit.
1: Five to eight. Refresh the list. Yeah. Do it again and continue to tighten it up. And by the way, some of the some of the best leads are people that have called in and they say they're not interested in selling, and so we'll put those on a follow up drip. But we'll start typically in four to five months. So we'll wait mm-hmm. four to five months. By the the house, the house I'm living in today, as an example, the seller called to be removed from the mail. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Uh, it was a great conversation. We put her on a follow up uh, yellow letter campaign. Um, I can show you the example, and then three months later she called and said, "Hey, are you still interested in buying and I ended up buying that house that we 've owned for since two thousand and
0: ten that 's hilarious that's that 's a good one okay so now let 's go to no, the second the second thing that you did at uh, to the Berkshire Hathaway agents in Omaha, Nebraska. The second key component that if you are missing as an agent today you 're not going to be able to compete. It is what
1: it is the, the the secret for getting direct mail to work is it's uh, we, i i i showed it like epoxy glue and uh, epoxy glue you've got two parts of epoxy right you got two things that when they're combined into one they won't work by themselves but when you combine it into one it has what's called a bonding agent which is mm-hmm. the glue And so there's marketing and then there's sales or traffic and conversion. So the direct mail generates the leads, but how do you convert? And what we found is 80% of the profits, this is a national average, by the way, that's not just real estate for listings or purchasing houses. It's frankly everything related to marketing and sales. 80% of the profits happen between the fifth and the 12th interaction with the seller, 80% and less than 10% of any realtors or investors follow up more than twice. So we call it the no seller left behind. You generate the leads, but it's the follow up and the phone team combination is the bonding agent like epoxy. So let me give you the example. You generate the leads. So you generate the leads. We have found on average, now this is specifically for buying properties. And I think the number would actually be even better for somebody that's buying and also listing. They have both capabilities. But 45 leads, right? So you generate 45 leads. Should about one third of those within 45 to 60 days should produce about one third. 45 leads come in, so about one-third will, will turn into appointments, one-third of those. So that's 15. About half of those are worthy of getting an offer. So that brings it down to about seven, and one out of seven are turning into deals. So we know that 45 leads, on average, should produce a deal. If it's done right, right, on the follow-up, it's probably going to turn in over the long haul to more like 20 leads producing a deal or a listing, okay? So that's why it's so important. It's an ROI. It's really knowing your numbers because a lot of people, they'll do direct mail. They'll be three feet from gold. They'll either not do a high enough volume or they'll have the marketing, but there's nobody doing the follow-up. So the leads come in, you need a system, and then text message, putting people on a text message, ringless voicemail, and what we call an integrated phone team, somebody that's actually reaching out to the seller, ongoing, having a good conversation because it's a dialing for dollars. And that's, let's
0: get some specifics here, right? Specifics, right? So first month, right? So we're going to go, we're going to go with your recommendation of uh, this program is every 60 days, they're getting a mailing for, let's say seven months. You said between five and eight. So let's say seven months. So, so uh, seven periods, which is seven 60 day periods, right? So, let's say the first period right the first 60 days uh how many phone calls
1: so this is uh, the response rate on our stuff is per drop so it's not so it's an average what's, so what we're finding, what's a drop what's yeah a drop? the first the first mailing and then 60 days later we're going to do a second mailing to the same homeowner
0: zero phone calls
1: i uh, know so we're going to we're averaging a you know, a 4% response rate on that postcard. So that's per mail drop for each no, time. No, no, no,
0: no, no. I'm asking you, right? We're talking about telemarketer or yourself as an agent, mm-hmm. picking up the telephone and calling the person you just mailed this to. Right. How many times in the first 60
1: days? Well, every single day for four days in a row, then we'll actually <laughs> okay, stop so, so Then if- we'll stop. Then we'll stop. We're finding on the follow-up on the phone, you know, we'll have to, if we, if we call, you stop a, and
0: quit or, or no, you know.
1: we never, we never quit. If the seller we're, four we're days work, in a
0: row, you're calling them every day. And then what?
1: Right. And then working to get them. If they answer the phone, we'll have a, a, a dialogue with them to see, if, you know, th- Hey, we receive are, we received uh, a call from you. Uh, were you calling about a property that you wanted to sell or list or uh, a note you received in the mail? And then if they say yes, uh, I am, and we'll start the dialogue with an icebreaker, and 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 go through uh, a pretty, you know, a six to seven minute discussion to qualify, and then schedule a follow up appointment to make to, to you know to talk to them about either selling their house or purchasing the property.
0: And then that goes that goes on for eight for eight months.
1: Correct. Wait, because.
0: So, so how many days do you wait after the first four days? Let's say you're banging on the phone Four, you leave me four messages, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Now, how, how long do you wait before you start leaving me more messages?
1: Well, let me let, let's just back up first and foremost because uh, there's there's a difference between you know f- following up with somebody who's called in right a seller will call in but there's there's also cold calling and that's totally separate so you've got so, direct so mail. are you
0: are you saying do cold calling or are you saying only do warm calling D-
1: you do both so do both? okay do both so if you're doing direct mail right you're doing direct mail to drive sellers to come to us right. You want to have a live person that's answering the call live. That's going to have the highest results. And then the follow-up on that. So continuously following up for the long haul, right? Somebody called in, maybe they're not interested. Somebody should be calling starting in four months. We're converting a lot of people that say they weren't weren't interested. A lot of the leads that will come in, Pat, are hang-ups. They'll actually call and they hang up. Those are some of the best leads, by the way. And we try to get those people on the phone within 15 minutes. So somebody will call in and then we're calling back and we're converting a ton of those hangups. Most investors, most agents never follow up with any of them. They're only taking the, the initial call, right? And, and Which is about 3% of the overall you know, mm. success of marketing. So there is a rule, like 3% of all the leads will typically turn into listings or deals within a week to... 14 days, 97% are actually going to be the ones that, that, that happen you know, b- by continuous follow-up. So mm-hmm. the majority of making direct mail or frankly, any of this marketing direct to the seller work is around the follow-up system and an integrated phone team that's actually reaching out to sellers.
0: Okay. So, so- All right. So talk to me now. Let's talk about the text messaging, right? Yeah. So like, like, what do you recommend for follow-up? on let's just go with the warm calls like somebody who has responded one way or the other even if they've you know responded and said not till next year like how many text messages are is is too much where you're overwhelming them and how many is the the sweet spot
1: yeah so so each we we look at the type or the stage of the lead so it's not one size fits all if they're not interested it's going to be different than if they came in as a hangup versus we went and met with the seller, we made them an offer. They weren't interested at the time. We're going to put them on a totally different path. All right. Uh, different, w- different messages, different, you know, timeline. So let me give you the example of a hangup first and foremost, because these are goldmine leads that most people are missing. So we're, we're putting them on a three year, what we call a drip follow-up. So, once they come in, if it's a hangup, we instantaneously text message them. What we found is the, the local text message, the phone number locally is super important. So if, if they're in a 925 area code, like I'm in California, we want to follow up in text with a 925 uh, text message it. And then it's the right words of, hey, we just missed a call from you. Were you thinking about listing or, or, or selling your property or calling about, uh, you know, call me. Gary Boomershine or whatever it is, and the phone number that we want them to call. And so we'll do that, and then instantaneously we'll want somebody within 15 minutes to also call them. So we'll text message them, we're finding that 60% of all the inbound calls across the country are from cell phones. So we're going to have a 60% success rate on a hangup of them getting our message. And then within 15 minutes, and I say 15 minutes, it could be a week later, but we're finding the highest conversion within 15 minutes of being on the phone with the seller and finding out we're converting a lot of those.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I can give you you the numbers too. We found like a hundred dials by this, by our team is producing, we're getting about, 12 people on the phone dialing and we're turning one and a half appointments uh, one and a half appointments so 100 dials so it's a lot of phone work which is why we don't want to do this ourselves we want to have an inexpensive very well scripted professional person on the phone doing it for us you know that you can get pretty inexpensive right but but we're finding um, on average so 100 dials produces about one and a half appointments what is an appointment an appointment is a seller that said yes I am interested or considering to sell. I am interested in getting an offer. I am interested in meeting. They provide literally uh, uh, quite a bit of information about is the property, you know, currently occupied? Is it rented? You know, what's the rent? So it's it's a fairly full, you know, process. And I'll give all of your listeners the exact script. In the show notes today, I'll give them the exact script.: Yeah, that, that,
0: that, that's and- awesome. Like I, I mean, I, I was going to get into that, but let's talk about it. Like what uh, you know, as you know, everybody that comes on this show, Gary gives a free gift, right? Uh, something that agents can use, and, and, sound, and we're talking about so much stuff here that, uh, that obviously the more free gift stuff we have, the better from you. So what, what are you bringing today? And what I'm going to do guys is I'm going to put this on uh, hybindigital.com backslist, Gary Boomershine. It's going to be Gary. G-A-R-Y, Boomer Shine, just like it sounds. HybenDigital.com, back to us. Gary Boomer Shine, it's going to all be there. I'm going to put Gary's contact information there too. I'm going to put a, a special link that if you fill out the form on it requesting more information and you put Real Estate Rockstars in the memo as the way you heard about it, there are an additional five more free gifts in, in addition to what uh, he's given today. So anyways, what are you giving today that we're going to put on Hyman Digital there, Gary?
1: Yeah, I have a time-tested, <laughs> robust script. It's primarily for buying houses uh, versus listing properties. Again, the majority of our members are buying houses and also they do have a, a realtor team. So the, the realtors also are buying houses. I will I will make sure of that. So the script... Is very focused on you know capturing information about buying the property. Um, that script that we're using, and by the way, the way I did it is I brought some of our top people around the country, about fifteen of us, and we spent a couple of months going through and really refining the right script uh, with the seller, with you know a good message, and our conversion rates I think are second to none. So that that script is available. It's a web form. Uh, you can see exactly how we do it. It's yours as a gift. Uh, I've got a lead calculator that really in your market, you can actually um, use it to, to build exactly what the marketing budget should be in your market. So it's based on revenue and your profits per deal. And it walks you through you know, the numbers where you can say, okay, I want to do a you know, million dollars this year in volume off a of direct mail. And it'll actually produce what your marketing budget should be and what we call a scorecard. Uh, with all of your return on investment numbers. Cool. So that's, 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 been, that's,
0: that's awesome. Yeah, that's some I mean, good stuff. I'm going to get it myself.
1: Yeah. We've <laughs> had a lot of people, you know, a lot of people really, it, again, it's marketing and sales. It's the the science and, and knowing the numbers is so important. And so we had this built for a bunch of us. And then I said, Hey, let's, let's share it. I think it's really helpful for people, right? You need to know your numbers. I think I heard that from Tony Robbins just over the weekend. If you don't know your numbers, you don't have a real business. And so it's, it's how many? How much money do I have to spend to produce how many leads? They're going to turn into how many appointments, into offers, into conversion, and then what does that scorecard look like on a monthly basis and a weekly basis that you can then hold your team accountable to? So,
0: yeah, no, this is good stuff. I mean, and what I like about it is it's listings, right? And I'm always preaching, hey, you know, you need to get in on the listing game, and and this is a way to do it. And this is how everybody is doing it, and and like Gary said in the beginning, guys, this is the probably the number one thing that you're gonna need to do to compete in today's market, right? is to be aggressive on getting listings and and, and and this is a great way to do it. So Gary, listen, this has been a blast, buddy. I appreciate you coming on the show today and, and sharing so much. And again, I'm going to put everything on hypendigital.com backslash Gary Boomershine and you can get Gary's free gifts along with all the other agents' free gifts that have, that have come on the show simply by uh, going to digital.com backslash toolbox and picking up the agent success toolbox or if you would like – The toolbox can also be gotten uh, by texting us. Just text the word toolbox to 444-999. Gary, best of luck to you, brother. Look forward to uh, meeting you face-to-face in the near future. And I really appreciate you uh, taking time out of your busy day today.
1: Great, Pat. I appreciate it and appreciate all your listeners.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in to Real Estate Rockstars. If this free content is giving you a ton of value, I want to ask a small favor in return. I need you to pull out your pointing finger and hit the subscribe button. Yes, hit subscribe, please. The more subscribers that we get on Real Estate Rockstars, the better guess are attracted to the shows we'll get more guests from the top companies from the top teams and even more celebrity guests like Robert Kiyosaki and Barbara Corcoran also if you're not a member of our free Facebook group go to real estate rock stars radio right on Facebook and join the conversation I'm on there myself on FaceTime lives and we have a lot of communications and questions about the show and I'd love to see you there and it's free People ask me all the time, where am I on social media? I'm real easy to find. Just type in my name. My IG is I am Pat Hyben. It is blowing up on Instagram, adding tons of subscribers. And I'm on there probably twice a day. So definitely follow me on Instagram as well as everywhere else. Thanks again for listening and keep rocking.